Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Um, I'm really happy to come on today with a special announcement of something that the team's been working on for quite a while. As you can see, uh, to my whatever this is, right or left, I don't know how you see it, but uh, whatever it is, uh, we have a one-year full-time intensive program. It's been a long time coming. Tafina decided it really started in a uh, uh, like the basement sort of garagey basement type of thing in, in Meriden, Connecticut, way back in the day where I was teaching a couple people. Erjan, uh, uh, if he's listening, was one of the students. He was a, a Bosnian brother or uh, from, from one of the nations around Bosnia, uh, that area. It was one of, he was a great brother that actually approached me and said, hey, I'd like to learn something. So we started coming. There was another beautiful brother from, what is that country? Uh, SubhanAllah. I can't remember the country's name. It's it's uh, it's off the tip. It's an island off the tip of Subhanallah. I can't believe I skips my memory the name of the country. But he left uh, and he went back to his country. It's off. It's way off the tip of south tip of Africa, and had a lot of Indian immigrants at some point period of time uh, went there and he was there. But it was a beautiful brother. So these two brothers and there was another brother who was uh, from uh, uh, India who I was also studying together. We all just studied together every Friday night. And so the classes just developed, you know, one thing at a time. And the little notes, I figured, what am I going to teach these guys? So I had to make little note packets. And that note packet turned into a little course book. And then that was taught at Masjid al-Islam in New Haven uh, for a couple of years. And then finally in New, New Jersey. Now we, we started up our full-time program. And the idea was we want to actually do uh, 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 have a seminary here in New Jersey. We want to have a, a, a building where students can come and, and the teachers are teaching. And then I thought to myself, you know, what? The, the day we do that, we're actually going to we're going to put it online as well. Right. We're going to make this. We're going to put the classes. We're going to stream all the classes. Then like hit me like a lightning bolt. Why don't you just stream the classes from now? Right. Even when the teachers before we build the building and, and bring the teachers. Right. The teachers from their own uh, home studios, I guess you could call them, can stream the classes. And as you can see here, we have two very competent and capable instructors here. They're very, uh, I respect them a lot. I take their classes myself, uh, and I consider myself a lifelong student. Mufti Niaz Hanan, who you know, of course, has been with Safina Saadi for a number of years. He's our resident Hanafi fiqh scholar. He's also our uh, muqlit for hadith, and he recites uh, hadith to us and and this year, he's doing an ijazah course for the uh, the uh, the nights and weekends classes that people take for their own enrichment, uh, separate from this full time program. So Mufti Niaz uh, was a great connection. He's Moin's friend, and and I can't remember, I think it was Moin who introduced me to him. I can't remember how he even met Mufti Niaz, but he's been a great friend, alhamdulillah, and a great resource. And then of course there's Sheikh Usama Salhiya, and Harun is the one who actually discovered Sheikh Usama. I had never met him, didn't know him. He's a from North Jersey. He's a sheikh who studied eight years in Al-Azhar. He knows the ten qiraat. He's a shafi'i faqih. And he is the imam of I.C. Clifton. Uh, if anyone knows New Jersey, North Jersey. Uh, Clifton Masjid up there. And he's the imam there. So he'll be teaching. So both the shiuch, I'll be opening every day with awrad. And we're going to do awrad and maybe one of the hikam. And then it'll be mufti and Sheikh Usama, who will be taking over for the main bulk of the classes, which are going to be Arabic in the morning, and then the what we call content classes, uh, such as Ulum al-Quran, Ulum al-Hadith, Aqeedah, Usul al-Fiqh, and then we're going to break out, all three of us will teach Fiqh, 
between the Maliki, Hanafi, and Shafi'i madhabs will all teach fiqh. And so it's going to be a full program that's going to go from September 1st all the way until the month of Ramadan. So we'll end right before the month of Ramadan. Of course, we'll take a two-week break in the middle, and then your spring break and uh, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Of course, those normal holidays that everyone takes off. But other than that, we're going to add a little bit. We're going to focus on awrad. The student must have awrad. You cannot just have knowledge. So I'm going to pop in with awrad in the morning and awrad in the afternoon. And then hopefully awrad uh, at the end, if I'm available to come in, uh, at the end of the day, awrad. So the students must know awrad. They're, the spirituality has to be part of it. But also... Uh, we have to give back, and we're going to give back in two different ways. And we're going to give back, number one, by learning oration and education. How do you teach, right? How do you know? This is very important. A lot of students, they study. No one teaches them how to teach, number one, and how what not to teach. Like, what are your limits? How many people went studied for, you know, three months, came back, and he's the mufti of the age, right? Because everyone around him doesn't know anything, so he can get away with stuff. So we're going to teach not only just how to teach, but what the limits are for somebody. I mean, I have limits, right? Everyone's got a pay grade. You don't go above that, as they say in the uh, corporate world. So we're going to teach what the limits are. We're going to teach the, the different types of talks. Okay, khutbah is not like a halaqa, is not like a class. Everything is different, right? What's the time and place for everything? So khitab and oration. There's a beautiful book by Habib Omar, which we use for that. And then we're also going to focus upon that we have to give back. You cannot, cannot, cannot be a full-time student of knowledge. Your Allah has endowed you with the time and the money to be able to do all this studying and not giving anything back to the community by in terms of charity. Like you don't go down to the areas of town where there are some needy folks and you don't, you know, do itam as the Prophet said, feed people, right? And, uh, and 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 teach on teaching one thing, but you have to walk the walk, right? So we can't teach the hadith of feeding the poor, and you not do it yourself. And and that's really just the beginning of our work in society. Is our job? We want to take this deen and actually, it's you got to mingle it with something, right? You can't. It, we can't just be in the lab all the time. It's almost like you're studying in the lab, but the pharmacy. They've got to give the medicine out, right? They've got to distribute it. So our link, our first link, and hopefully we'll develop from there, is not the be-all and end-all, right? Is al-ta'im And so for that, we have a crew that does this. And this crew is, is going to like show us and show the students and make sure it's done at least once a week that you go. And of course, if it's, uh, you know, you know, if it's possible, some people, they live in such a farmland type of area where they can't, you know, go out, uh, uh, there's, there's no place to go. But we're going to figure it out and make sure that we are actually living in this world. I'm not a fan of studying and just being in the lab and being in like an ivory tower and you're not in this real world, right? No, we're in the real world. Your local masjid needs you. Your outside community of uh, people who are needy, they need you and they should see Muslims, right? How, what are you going to do? You're going to go out there and say, hey, everyone, I need you all to say, la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, here's the dawah. They're going to look at you like, we don't know who you are. What have you done for us? The Prophet wasallam didn't come as a stranger who gave the dawah. Right? He came as a known entity. Everyone knew him. He had a reputation. His grandfather had a reputation. His lineage had a reputation. So he was a known entity when he came and he said, 
there is an one God and there's an afterlife and I'm your messenger. Okay, so we're, we're not necessarily like this and I loathe, loathe, loathe students, scholars and, and that type of environment of madaris, madrasas, where they study and they're godly, no doubt about that. Their behavior, their, their aqidah, their fiqh, their ibadah, everything is wonderful. But the surrounding neighborhood gets zero benefit from them. They don't even get a bite of food. So how do you interact, right? How do you interact? What does is, what is interaction with society mean? And that's why what we want to do here. So i got to emphasize, I do not like the ivory tower and just sit there studying. This, the knowledge has to be acted upon, and it's got to trickle down. First place it's acted upon is with ourselves, and that's the awrad. There was once a sheikh, he said, I want to know what's your status in the dawah. He said, well, we're doing the, uh, we're, you know, we do this classes, we do this, we do this. And he said, but tell me, are you keeping up your own awrad? Awrad is the adhkar of the day. Morning, middle of the day, maybe if, if, if you're able to. Uh, end of the day, some recitation of Quran daily. How, how could you be a student of knowledge and you have no ibadah to Allah, right? So you have no, nothing inside. And that's why... Some people get polemical and they get lost in the details. The meaning of polemical means just arguing about theology and law. This has become dead on the inside. The heart has become dead. And they don't, you don't want to be around some of these people. You ever see this? It's like, he's a great scholar, but I mean, I wouldn't like to have lunch with him. You ever seen this? SubhanAllah, it's not good. You have to be someone who has some sense of you know, uh, easiness to them. And that's why Ahl-Sunnah has a balance. We have doctrine, law, and spirituality, and action. Right? We have ilm, suluk, dawah. We have knowledge, we have spirituality to make you like someone you want to be around. I've honestly, I've met imams. Their kids don't want to be around them. That's a bad sign. Okay? That means something in the heart is not right. Okay? So people don't feel rahmah from this person. I have no tolerance for this personally for myself and I don't want to be around anyone who's on that track. So we have to focus a lot on spirituality and adhkar as well as knowledge and we have to trickle this down out into the society by giving back at your local masjid. Obviously, the masjid are closed now but who knows, but we got to do our job. And going out into the streets and starting our interaction with the greater country, the greater land that we're living in. And someone, uh, Sammy Kadavik, who works in New Brunswick Islamic said he always, he's the executive director, he always puts it like this. He said, if your community was backspaced, wiped off the earth overnight, would there, and would there be anybody who misses you in the community, in the greater city, neighborhood? Was there anyone who said, oh man, they're gone? That's the question we have to ask. So what kind of knowledge is it if, it's, if we're not giving any dawah? Dawah is so important to this organization. It's just not acceptable to be piling up knowledge and no sense of dawah. Right? And our dawah is to hit the streets and, and, and just be there. And that's just the start. It's not just going to end there. Because once we grow, feeding the poor is one thing, but also they have other needs. And we have to reach meet those needs. But it's going to start with at-ta'imu at-ta'am. It's so easy. And this is how we're going to, to develop in our interaction with people. So uh, here we go. Let's see what we got on the, if they have on the live chat, if they have anything. And uh, let's, 
airdrop this to my phone so I could see better here. So this is... Um, You now details about the program. Okay, the program is going to open up at nine in the morning. The eight sciences of the Sharia. The eight sciences of the Sharia are, right? So there's going to be a hifz portion. There's going to be a short, small tafsir portion. Sciences of the Quran. Sciences of Hadith is the next one. The Hadith and all of its sciences. The Sunnah. And then you have Arabic and Usul. So this is going to be heavy in the mornings. It's going to be Arabic. Like you ever go to school and the first thing they give you is math because your mind is awake. Same thing. It's going to be Arabic. Okay. Arabic is going to start off with that. Then there's going to be Usul al-Fiqh. Okay. Uh, is one of the, is the fourth science. Then you have the three sciences which are, are going to be Aqidah, Fiqh, Tasawwuf. And then the eight sciences, some people would say like uh, uh, sciences of, uh, uh, of the end of time, but in fact, you know, it's not going to be that necessarily, not, it's not going to be much of that sciences of the end of time. But that's basically going to be the curriculum for, uh, for this program, right? The curriculum for this program will be those sciences. So uh, we'll be all covered. In a, it's a one-year, you know, one-and-done type of program. It's going to be a one-and-done program. Uh, let's see what people have to say here. I, I'm actually having trouble getting to the actual viewing it as a viewer. Only can view it as a producer, but not as a viewer. All right here we go. Here we go. So, yeah, hopefully it is a, a bit of an intensive care. Um, you know, there are students. There are students that um, <clears throat> that do have the time, and that's the ni'mah, right? They have the time. There are a lot of students who do not have jobs, for example, coming out of college. So those are the students that are going to take these classes. So... Uh, Junaid Rafiq, you can't teach Tasawwuf. Of course you can. What are you talking? You, of course you can teach Tasawwuf. What is Hikam ibn Ata'illah? What is that? We're going to have Hikam here. Of course you can You can teach it. And of course it's acted upon through, uh, you know, dhikr. And Muhammad uh, Nadim says, this is Muhammad Nadim, of course, from Liverpool. Everyone knows him. It's uh, No, it's not. It, the, the topics, there are a lot of topics. We didn't say that it's going to be you know, into all the depth. But we do this part-time in our scholarship track class, which is for the nights and weekends classes. Sunday, we cover all these topics. And it's over five years. But we're condensing, you know, some, once a week, okay, into one year. So sciences of Quran, science of Hadith, that can all be done. The fundamentals of it, so that a student can now take a book on sciences of Hadith or sciences of Quran and they know their way around the book. They might not know everything in the book, but they'll know their way around. They'll know that, you know, the 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 how the the science is classified. Who are the main authors of the science? What are the main features of the science? Right. So in that respect, they will have a literacy, a very sound literacy. And trust me, we've had people go through our Oelim scholarship track, 
and they went on to study with scholars and they hit the ground running because they know all the sciences and the fundamentals of all the sciences and the location of all the sciences. In other words, you know, what if, you, if we give you a question, you'll know, oh, this is our Ulum al-Qur'an question. You know, we can find this in the books of Ulum al-Hadith or the books of Usul, right? Or this is a Tasawwuf question, not an Aqidah question. Okay, or in theology, where would we find this? So the students do uh, uh, have an idea about that, and it's uh, it's a very good literacy program. I don't think there's a lot of there's other organizations do it this way. We do it this way, and we've gotten amazing results by this. We also don't do intensive study and ignore other things. From the get-go, the student is taught how to interact with knowledge. That knowledge is one piece of the puzzle. Acting upon it for your own self, and then for your family, then for your community, is also part of it. So we teach that right away. Okay, so we don't have someone coming out of a lab of five years of studying and they have no clue what the world is. You ever see this? It was very common. They're like, uh, the student had once studied for four or five years. He comes out and he's like, what is this? Uh, this is a remote control. I've never seen one of these before. This is a cell phone. I've, I've never, wow, I've never seen one of these. It's like, where were you for four years? We can't do this anymore. That maybe could be done in the past. Right? It was cute for a while. But it, today the world is moving so fast. Everything has to be all together. Integration from the start. The integration of the sciences, but also the integration of knowledge with life and dawah. And what are you going to do with this knowledge? Well, Habib Omar, he pulls students out and they go on, on dawah trips. What this teaches people is to remember what's important. So when you're going to study, yeah, you're going to study every, everything, but you're going to know from your interactions with people what's actually important and what's going to last and how to talk to people. So you don't come out, you know, you give a khutbah and it's so technically high that nobody can understand. And it takes you four years to adjust to real life. Haven't you seen imams have this situation? Where he wanted to study it four years. He's amazing. He did a great job. But, and you want to sit with him. But he needs like four or five years to adjust to reality now. To the kids who walk in the masjid in sweatpants. Who have problems that you can't imagine. And challenges I should say. Not necessarily pro Challenges. And they're living, their mind is on one wavelength. His mind is on a total another wavelength. They don't benefit from him for like four or five years. Then it dawns on him. I think I need to simplify things. Right. So that's a problem. And that's something that we want to treat from the get-go. That's why oration and how to teach is actually part of that. Ayman al-Qasabi. Jazakallah khairan. Hatch Tamir Hassan, always uh, with something positive and nice to say. I love this brother. Hatch Tamir Hassan always has something positive to say, and I'm a big fan of positive uh, folks. So this is basically what we're about, and Jazakum Khairan, it was a quick announcement. We're going to have an orientation. A thorough orientation will be, inshallah, in the Saturday. All right, the orientation will be exactly exact time. Eastern Standard Time will be 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So orientation will be uh, 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. All right.
Uh, by the way, like Azam Khan, anybody who wants to do this and needs scholarship, we don't turn people away. We will have scholarship. Probably it's going to have a limit. It's not going to be for everyone. But if you need scholarship, you just email us. So if you want to email anyone, email myarcview at safinasociety.org for any help. Okay, I'll type that in, uh, you know, have that typed in there. And then orientation Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. All right, so let's see what else, if anyone has anything else to say. 38 comments, mashallah. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Why do Muslims look down at Muslims with beards? I mean, that's not right, but uh, I mean, they shouldn't. Hatch Tamir Hassan has a great beard. I mean, I've told my family, once I hit 70, you know, I don't have to, you know, deal with people anymore. I should, um, I'm, you know, this is permissible to trim the beard in the Madiki school. But <coughs> I told them once it hit 70, it's between me and Allah now, right? That thing's coming down, okay? It's going to be big and white. Inshallah ta'ala. May Allah give us long life. So, Jazakum Allah khairan, everyone. And with that, we will sign off and... Uh, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this program a success and may Allah ta'ala increase everybody and all the supporters in this program and all the team that's trying to put it together. So again, myarkview at sufinazayda.org or leave a comment. Jazakumullah khairan. Sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.